listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, AHIP exam prep starts here. We've got the rules for taking the AHIP test, information on discounts and reimbursements, how to prepare, and more in AHIP test tips and tricks for Medicare certification, written by Roxanne Anderson. Planning on taking the AHIP Medicare training test for the first time? There is no need to stress. We've put together a list of tips and tricks for passing AHIP that will help you and even more experienced agents improve your chances of getting AHIP certified on the first try. In order to sell Medicare products, you must complete government-required training, including your AHIP training and certification. We've talked about what AHIP is and why you need it before here on the podcast, and we will be linking to that episode in our show notes. But today, our focus is on providing you with AHIP help on how to best prepare for the exam and how to set yourself up for success while taking it. Let's get into it. Where should you start? You guessed it, studying. Put in the preparation now and reap the benefits later. How many times did your parents tell you that growing up? We fully believe that the best resources for passing the AHIP final exam are the training modules and AHIP practice quizzes. Think back to when you were in school. What was the best way to pass an exam back then? I will give you a hint. It was probably not putting your textbook under your pillow and hoping for the diffusion of knowledge, learning by osmosis while you slept the night before the test. It was studying the material from the textbook. So before you dive into the test, don't wing it. Go through the AHIP training modules at least once. Review them for a second time or even a third time if they're new to you. Take your time going through the information. Don't rush to get through the modules. Let the details on each slide sink in, especially if it's your first time taking this exam. If you're recertifying, you may only be required to take parts four and five, but we recommend taking all the parts to refresh your memory and get you ready for all the different questions you will encounter on the final test. Practice quizzes are placed throughout the training modules. Complete them and retake them as many times as you'd like. In the past, some of the questions from the AHIP practice quizzes have actually appeared on the AHIP final exam, so it's important that you're comfortable answering all of these questions and any potential variations. If you get a question wrong on one of the quizzes, try to find or work out the correct answer within the modules. Then, write down the question with the answer or at least jot down the topic giving you trouble and reference the modules as a resource. This brings us to our next tip. Take as many notes as you need to. While reviewing the modules or taking the practice quizzes, if you have trouble remembering something from a slide, make note of it and where to find the correct information. Take notes, lots of notes if you'd like. You can even make flashcards if that helps you. I personally love studying with flashcards. 
But don't stop there. Use those notes and flashcards. Study them and keep them handy for the test. Quick spoiler alert, the AHIP test is an open book test. So you can actually refer to your notes, flashcards, even the modules themselves while taking the test. If you can, print a physical copy of the modules or at least the modules you had more trouble with. But here's a fair warning, there are five different modules and some modules have more than 112 pages. If you're on your second or third attempt and have a lot of renewals and future income on the line, we think it may still be worth it to print them all. You can also download the modules and save them to your computer if you want to save on paper and ink. If you do print the modules, don't be afraid to highlight specific sections. Just don't go overboard and highlight everything because everything's important. Our pro tip, take all of your notes in a Microsoft Word document if you can. Then, during the test, you can have the Word document open and use a tool that we will talk about a little bit later when we discuss how technology can make searching for specific notes easier. While taking the test for the first time, quickly write down the questions or topics you're struggling with and why. We recommend doing this while you're taking the test because unfortunately, you will not get a list of the questions you got wrong with corrected answers. If you don't pass the test on the first try, stay calm. It does happen. And it doesn't mean that you're not a good insurance agent. Also, it might feel frustrating that the test doesn't tell you specifically which answers were incorrect. And we get that. But at the end of the day, it's an important security feature to help protect the integrity of the exam, which is very important to your clients. Remember those questions you marked down while you were taking the test the first time around? Take a really good look at them and think about why your answers may have been wrong and what could be the right answers. We recommend taking the time between test attempts to double check yourself. Make note of where to find these answers in the modules. Study those parts of the modules a little harder before trying again or try to take more notes to help you during the exam even if they're just to say, look at this particular section, or check out slide 47 for this answer. Just remember, AHIP is an open book test, but it's a timed open book test. Use that to your advantage. This means you can and should refer to the materials AHIP gives you, as well as any additional notes you take during the test. Before you start the exam, make sure to download the slides and save them to your computer or print them. Also, keep in mind that preparation was one of our tips and tricks for a reason. Just because the test is open book, that does not mean you can skip studying. Being familiar with the material you're tested on is always a good idea, especially for open book exams. Why? You don't want to spend all of your time searching for the right answers. You just want to be able to find answers if you can't remember something or if you encounter a more difficult question. To complete the test, you must be able to get through 50 questions in two hours. Sounds easy enough, right? But remember, that breaks down to only about two to two and a half minutes on each question, especially if you want time to review your answers afterward or go back to any challenging questions. Also, keep in mind that if you have to retake the test, 
The questions are randomly selected, and you could get different ones each time. Just for your information and peace of mind, new this year, the only way an attempt will officially count as an attempt is if you hit the submit button or if the timer for the test runs out. You no longer have to worry about a refresh of your screen counting as an attempt. Moving on to our next tip. We love utilizing technology here at Ritter. We are very big fans of working smarter rather than harder, so naturally, we suggest you make technology your best friend. The fact that AHIP is timed makes it super important that you use your time and resources as efficiently as possible. You don't want to waste valuable seconds or minutes constantly flipping through pages or scrolling through the modules on your computer. Remember, you can maximize, or should we say minimize, your computer screens. One way you can save time is by making half of your computer screen show the AHIP exam and the other half show the modules you downloaded. This is also known as split screening and it is a lifesaver. You can do this by opening the internet browser window that you'll be taking the exam in and then sizing it to fit half of your screen. Then open the AHIP training modules you downloaded and saved and size them to fit the other half of your screen. If the pages are too hard to read or this method just is not working out for you, it may be easier to have each file take up the whole screen and just flip between them. If you're more tech savvy and have a second computer screen available, another thing you can do is hook up that second screen so you can have two of them side by side. On one screen, have the test open and on the other, have the modules open. If you have a laptop and a desktop monitor, adding a second screen could be as easy as plugging in a cable. You want a VGA to HDMI adapter that connects your screen to your laptop. And we will have a link in our show notes to show you more of the semantics to that so you can see step-by-step -step instructions on how to make that connection work. Next up, utilize Control plus F to find specific keywords or phrases. And we're talking about the keys on your keyboard. Are you looking for a particular note you made that can help you answer a specific question? Did you take your notes in a Microsoft Word document like we mentioned earlier? If so, then you don't have to scroll through all of your notes until something looks familiar. Instead, try clicking onto your Word document, then press the Control key and the F key on your keyboard at the same time to open the Find feature. You can usually use this Control plus F Find feature while in a Word document, PowerPoint presentation, PDF, or a web page. Then type in a keyword or phrase and click Find. The tool should allow you to quickly go to the places in the document where that word or phrase is mentioned. When using the Find feature, don't search for phrases if you can avoid doing so, and don't search for whole sentences either. You'll have better results entering one keyword if possible, or a really short phrase, like annual enrollment period, when using the Find feature. And unfortunately, this trick no longer works to search the actual modules, and it also does not work on notes taken in the Notepad program on your computer. So that's why we strongly suggest taking really good organized notes in the first place and taking those notes in Microsoft Word so you can quickly search through them while taking your test. Now, you probably know that AHIP isn't usually free. 
Our next tip is related to the cost of AHIP, and it's to take advantage of the AHIP discounts or AHIP reimbursements that are available to you. AHIP certification costs $175, but many carriers and even some field marketing organizations offer an AHIP discount or reimbursement. The discount is typically $50 off the cost of AHIP, bringing the cost of the exam down to $125. Reimbursements, on the other hand, may vary from some money back to all of it. To get a carrier's AHIP discount, though, you usually have to take the test via the carrier's agent portal or the carrier's designated AHIP link. The discount will not be applied if you take the exam directly through the AHIP site. If you're not sure if a certain carrier offers reimbursements on AHIP or a discount, we've got you covered here at Ritter with our certification center. It's a place where we list the carrier's specific AHIP requirements, costs, discounts, and reimbursements, and we will have that link in our show notes. You do have to be logged in at RitterIM.com to access all of this information as well as all of our fantastic and free tools. But if you are not registered with our website, it's free, it's super easy to do that, and we will have the registration link in the show notes for this episode. In addition to the example we just mentioned, some carriers or FMOs also offer an AHIP discount or reimbursement if you meet certain conditions. For instance, some carriers require you to submit and or issue so many apps by a certain date. Here at Ritter Insurance Marketing, we're offering a special AHIP reimbursement incentive for our agents. It's good for a $125 AHIP reimbursement for agents who contract with select carriers and write a certain amount of business. You can contact your rep here at Ritter to find out more about the incentive, but that's another example of what reimbursement could look like. Our second pro tip, because we are on a roll here with our tips, whatever you do, make sure you take the AHIP certification through a carrier or a field marketing organization that you are going to have ongoing communication with. Sometimes the AHIP incentives can depend on previous business submitted. So we've provided you with a lot of hopefully helpful tips, but our list would not be complete without tips to get you in a good mental state when taking this exam. If you are a wreck before taking a test, we just want you to know you are certainly not alone. We've also got some steps to proactively ease your test anxiety and your nerves if you're taking the AHIP exam soon. First step. Hunker down in a good location, your home office, your living room, the local library, anywhere you can find some peace and quiet, plug into at least one power outlet and maintain a stable internet connection for several hours. Two, minimize your exposure to disturbances. So put your cell phone on silent and silence your email notifications. Have the kids go to a friend's house or hire a babysitter to take them out for the afternoon. Close all other programs on your computer. Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn can wait. Have a good pair of headphones nearby, ready for you to wear if you need them. Noise-canceling headphones are great if possible, but most importantly, comfortable headphones that you don't have to worry about or fiddle with. Number three, set the mood. 
light a candle or put another wax cube in your wax warmer. Slip into your favorite pair of jeans, sweatpants, or pajamas. Open your curtains or close them, whichever will make you happier. And take any other necessary steps to ensure you will be the most comfortable in your environment. Four, grab your favorite drink and a few snacks. Whether you like juice, coffee, soda, or water, Swiss rolls, apple slices, or a good hearty bagel, grab some foods and drinks and place them nearby. That is literally a list of everything the ASG team loves to eat while working here at Ritter. And we also love our water. It's always important to stay hydrated, and you want to make sure you have the brain power for what's about to come next. This step can really help you minimize distractions, especially if you are somebody who might get a hunger pang if things get a little rough, or if you're someone who gets distracted by hunger pangs like me. And finally, number five, think positive. Whether you are a glass half empty or a glass half full type of person, we saved this one for last, but it could arguably be one of the most important tips we want to leave you with here today. Those who are the latter, those who are more optimistic, tend to better manage stress, and that, in turn, has a whole lot of other health benefits. So visualize that glass as half full, half full of your favorite beverage during the test, and visualize yourself coming out on the other side of the AHIP exam with a passing score. All in all, many returning Medicare agents say AHIP is easy once you get the hang of it. Nobody's perfect, especially when learning something new. If you get more questions incorrect than you thought you would, or if you fail your first time taking the final AHIP exam, don't worry. Just study up on those areas a little bit more. You have three chances to pass the exam, and if you follow these tips and tricks and put in the effort you need to, you should pass and may even have at least one of those chances to spare. As I mentioned earlier, we have talked about AHIP before here on the podcast, and we will be linking to those episodes in our show notes. If you're still looking for answers, we would love to hear from you. You can comment on this episode in Podbean or on our social media accounts. You can also call in to the ASG podcast hotline at 717-562-7211. We will have all of those links that we mentioned in our show notes, so check those out. And when you do, consider subscribing to our podcast. It is completely free to do that. And then you won't have to miss out on any of our upcoming episodes here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. Thanks so much for taking the time to support us. And thank you for listening today. We will see you next episode.